There's a tune by Sammy Nestico, performed by Count Basie and his orchestra, that's titled Nobody's Perfect. To hear Matt Vashlishan tell it, Basie and his band playing an album of tunes written by Sammy Nestico comes about as close to perfection as possible. That's Count Basie, and this is the title track from the album Straight Ahead, recorded at TTC Studios in Hollywood in 1968. Noted jazz historian and critic Leonard Feather sat in on the session and observed, the music on these sides serves to introduce a composer-arranger who's new to the band. Though it had been barely a year since Sammy Nestico started writing for Basie, he came to the job with a solid background of musical experience in several musical areas. We first heard about Sammy through Grover Mitchell, says Basie. They're old buddies from Pittsburgh, where they both played trombone during the 1940s. A year or so ago, Grover asked Sammy to send in some things to us, and we've built up a good stock of his things. He's such a melodic writer, and everything he does fits the band so well. It's a joy to have someone like him working for us. The truth of Basie's evaluation became evident as the session progressed. Everything moved so smoothly that some numbers were completed on the first full take. During a coffee break, I asked Nestico for fuller information about his background. Sammy, it turned out, is a 20-year serviceman. He put in three years during World War II, then spent several years on staff at the ABC studios in Pittsburgh before resuming the military life. He switched from the Air Force to the Marines, retiring in March 1968 as chief arranger for the U.S. Marine Band in Washington, D.C. This might seem to be an improbable background for a Basie writer. However, on digging a little further back into his credits, you find that he also played in many named bands during the swing era. Tommy Dorsey, Gene Krupa, Charlie Barnett, et al. Of the nine Nestico originals that make up the album, none is more characteristic than Basie Straight Ahead, the title song and opening track. The count sets the easygoing pace from the keyboard, saxophones introduce the theme, and the roaring brass team swings the release. Eric Dixon, the muscular tenor soloist who has been part of the Basie sound since 1962, tells his whole story in bold strokes of the brush. As the musicians prepared to leave the studio, compliments flew around like eighth notes. Basie, Nestico, the producers, the sidemen were all enthusing. Grover Mitchell summed it up most succinctly with his observation, the best mm, album we've made in five years. You don't have to be from Pittsburgh to agree with him. Words of jazz critic and historian Leonard Feather from the liner notes for the album, Basie Straight Ahead. On Sunday, April 23rd, Matt Vashlishan and the Water Gap Jazz Orchestra will play the music of Count Basie and Sammy Nestico in a concert titled Basie Straight Ahead Live in connection with the Inauguration Week activities honoring Kenneth Long as he becomes the 14th president of East Stroudsburg University. Saxophonist Matt Vashlishan is a composer, arranger, band leader, 
and coordinator of the Al Cohen Memorial Jazz Collection at ESU, where he and the Water Gap Jazz Orchestra premiered his Grinch Suite with the Duke Ellington Nutcracker on the bill last December. We had a chance to speak by phone with Matt Vashlishan about how the upcoming spring concert took shape. We have the Duke Ellington thing in, in December, and there's a lot of a lot of music out there to pick from. And I just figured I'd start with the basics. You know, we're doing Duke Ellington in one half of the year. Why not do Count Bass in the other half of the year? And this Basie Straight Ahead record that we have planned is its one of the greatest records of all time. I grew up on it. And I'm thinking spring concert, weather's getting nice. You know, what'll make people happy and reinforce that time of year? And there's nothing better than this. One of the things you and I talked about last time when we talked about the Ellington program and your own take on the Grinch was the role of not just the composer, but the arranger is so important in so much of this. And you did both in the Grinch suite. Mm -hmm. Tell us about Basie and his relationship with Sammy Nestico. Who was Sammy Nestico and what did he have to do with this album? Well, Sammy Nestico is largely responsible for a lot of the Basie sound. And he arranged every chart on this entire record. So I, I refer to it as one of the most important collaborations between the two because you don't just have Count Basie and what his orchestra brought to big band jazz in terms of time, feel, and overall vibe, really. But then you have Sammy Nestico's writing, which really defined the group in a lot of ways. So you don't have a mix of different composers. You have all Sammy Nestico with all Count Basie's band, and it's a perfect combination. What was the makeup of Count Basie's band at that time? Was that 68, the late 60s? Yes, it is late 60s. So we're looking at a lot of the classics here. Marshall Royal, of course, on alto saxophone. Eddie Lockjaw Davis on tenor. Of course, Freddie Green was always always there chugging along in the rhythm section, which is a lot of the reason that a lot of this music sounds the way it does. Grover Mitchell on trombone. Yes, Sonny Cone, which I don't I don't know a lot of the trumpet players, but I'm not big on, like, who's playing. When I was a kid, I never read the liner notes and, and wanted to know who all the people were. I just wanted to know if I liked it or not. And it didn't it didn't matter to me, like, that Norman Keenan or whatever was on, was on bass. I just, <laughs> I just liked the bass. And actually, it says here that Sammy Nestico plays piano on that warm feeling, which is on one of the tracks. So I did not know that he was playing, in addition to writing all the music. Usually, Basie played everything. A little interesting nugget there. What is it about this sound? What is it about this that makes it, for you, such an important recording? Well, there's a few recordings, and, and honestly, it's not a very long list. But there are a few recordings for me, for me that when you put them on, it always just seems like a good idea. And uh, Speak No Evil, Wayne Shorter, that track is, is one of them. Just because as soon as it starts, the time and how the track unfolds is just perfect. And these charts on this record are all like that. And it just seems like they're all the best version of what they can be. And I don't know how that happened. I don't know how they recorded it. And it's just the genius of these people back in the 60s that could do this time and time again. And of course, they were playing all the time, too, so they, they had this stuff down. But it's just perfect big band straight-ahead jazz. That's all I can say about it. You know, I mean, it's like the, the tempo's perfect, the playing is perfect, the solos are perfect, 
the way the, the, the charts unfold are perfect, largely due to Sammy's writing, and the interpretation is perfect. It's, it's just great. And it's not too complicated, and it's not too simple. It's, it's just enough of all these elements that everybody can be happy. Like, the musicians can be happy playing it. The audience can be happy listening to it. And nobody feels like they're, they're getting the cheap seat or whatever. You know what I mean? It just everybody feels like they're part of, you know, the role that they're supposed to play. So whether it's a, a performer or an audience member or a director or anything like that, like everybody feels like they're part of this. And that's the thing about Sammy Nestico's writing that you just can't, I, I can't wrap my head around it. After all this time, it's like, how did he do this time and time again with every chart? And of course, Thad Jones is the same way. When we play Thad Jones music, the whole room lights up. And when you play Al Cohn, the whole room lights up. When you play this Dick Cohn stuff or Phil's music, everything, everybody lights up. I think there's always a personality associated with this stuff. But there's, it's, 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 not, it's not that easy to do. You know, there's also a lot of music that doesn't do this. Much more, in fact. But you just get these gems and they just, they just stick out. And how do you, as a band leader get the charts is there a whole bundle for this album or do you have to go well, get there is actually yeah luck, luckily enough this entire album with the uh, maybe with the exception of one or two has been published from sammy nestico's handwritten scores so it's it's fairly accessible and you know it's it's relatively easy to play i mean i say easy in quotes i guess but for a, a large group of people like i could bring this stuff into a, a decent high school band. I can bring certain tunes in. I can use them with the college bands, and I have on several occasions. When I was directing the band at ESU, even we played one or two of these. So it's just the type of thing that it, it's accessible and it works, and anyone can do it. And as you become better, like high school versus college band versus like a really good college band versus a professional band, like these things about time, feel, and phrasing are just the things that get better. It's not that the notes are too hard for people to play. It's the interpretation and how it comes off that gets better. And of course, the goal is to sound like this record because that was that was that was it. The people you've pulled together to do this concert, they must be charged up to have a chance to be doing this music. Yeah, and you know what? Count Basie and Sammy Nesco are largely forgotten about in professional settings, and that's I guess another reason why I decided to do this. We we, we played a few of these charts at the Deerhead Inn over the years. And whenever I pull them out, and of course they're short, like they're basically like three or four minutes a piece. You know, it's not some, some big involved opus of any kind, but everybody just loves to play them. And they just forget that they're even there because there's so much other music going on. And of course you have the modern music and all these new composers and everything else. And we try to fit the things that we're interested in at the time into all these sets that we do. But when you pull one of these out, everybody knows it's going to be good. Everybody knows how to play it. You don't have to have a discussion about phrasing or anything like that because it's ingrained in everybody's brain from childhood because they've, they've heard this stuff growing up. I mean, professionals know how to do this. So it just allows them uh, a concert where they can relax and enjoy themselves instead of being glued to the music and glued to like trying to figure out how things are supposed to go. Like my Grinch piece, for example, in December, we all know how to do the Nutcracker because we've done it for four or five years now. But then when I bring in a new piece of music, I mean, everybody has to spend most of the day and even the concert kind of sorting out what it's actually supposed to be because the only person that really knows how it's supposed to be is me and my own brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. they're all playing this from for the very first time and they have to figure out how does the swing go how does the phrasing go how does this stuff go 
And that's why every time we do it, it'll get better and better and better. But this stuff is already, it's, it's like a freebie. And then they can use that energy to just make what it is even better. How many performers in the Basie band and how many in yours? Uh, we're doing the same thing. Same thing. So it's a full big band. Uh, let's see, I always have to recount. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 16. 16 people. Uh, we got four trumpets, four trombones, five saxophones, three, I'm oh, sorry, four rhythm section, 17. Four rhythm section, can't forget guitar. And it'll be a it'll be a one for one, and it will be in order, just like it was on the original recording. And hopefully it will sound as close to identical as we can get it. And, you know, that's the thing about the, the Nutcracker that we do, the Ellington Nutcracker. You know, it's, it's just special to hear this stuff live, right in front of you, and done as it was done on the recording. You know, like, uh, I think Marco Marcinko plays a Nutcracker in Scranton every year also, and I think he mixes some of the Ellington and the Shorty Rogers versions. But I like doing all Shorty Rogers, or I like doing all Ellington, and in this case, I like doing all Basie and Sammy Nestico. Just so you can get the entire experience live, which is rarely done. Like I was saying, I, I program a couple of these pieces with college bands, but it's nice to just hear it all the way through from beginning to, to end. Now, are you directing? Uh, in this case, as of right now, I'm going to play because these are the kind of charts that, you know, you count them off and they just play themselves. So not only do I want to have some fun, too, for once, but I... Uh, <laughs> You don't really need me waving my arms in front of the band for this kind of stuff. And, you know, the reason we're doing this concert is because this is in conjunction with the inauguration week of the 14th ESU president, Kenneth Long. So he's been officially placed into that seat as the 14th president. And this concert, Sunday, April 23rd, is the day before the inauguration week starts. So we're going to kind of kick things off with this concert. And I consulted him. And, of course, I gave him a couple options of music that I had available and things that I could do. And, you know, he loves jazz, and he's a huge supporter of the arts on campus now. And it was it was partly up to him also in terms of the type of music that we were playing. And, you know, we, I explained the, uh, the fun part of this and what people are going to feel like when they listen to it. So he was all on board with that. So that's, that's also a large reason as to why we're doing this. And, you know, I did a, I have an issue of The Note, which is, of course, our, our magazine that comes out twice a year that's affiliated with the Alcone Memorial Jazz Collection. And I have an interview with him in this upcoming issue. So if anyone is not on the mailing list for that, it's free. You can email me or go on esu.edu slash jazz at ESU and email me there and request a copy. And you can read all about, I talked to him about, he took piano lessons as a kid. And he took a couple music courses in college. And there's all these things that happened with him along his life that illustrated the importance of music in education. And that's, I think, what shaped him to now be such a huge supporter of these things. He's very dedicated to presenting arts in the Poconos and, and supporting that. So a lot of information in that issue. Where are you going to do it and when? Review it for us. We are going to be at the Cecilia Cohen Recital Hall at the Fine and Performing Arts Center at East Stroudsburg University, and this will be on Sunday, April 23rd, and it will be at 6 o'clock p.m. Tickets are available at esu.edu slash jazz at ESU. And Matt, as we sit here talking, is there one track, for example, that just stops you in your tracks? Yeah, there's so many answers, though. You know what I mean? But it's the first track, Basie Straight Ahead, the title track, is 
absolutely fantastic. It's the right tempo. It's got all the the, the right things for like a medium kind of fast straight ahead jazz tune. That's that's a great. Either that, or it's because it's always the first thing I hear when I put the record on. I don't know, but you know, the Queen Bee is the last track, and I also feel the same way about that one. So there's there's definitely a few favorites. Magic Flea is right in the middle. That's one of the fastest I've ever heard, and they just play it in such a relaxed way that it's it's fantastic. I mean, I could go through one by one. I mean, like the second one is more medium tempo. The the third one's a ballad. The fourth one's back to kind of medium. Then the fifth one's really fast. Then the sixth one is a minor in a minor key for once because we don't really have that a lot on this record. Then number seven is medium again, but it has woodwinds like flutes and stuff in the saxophone section, which we had not heard previously. Then we have another uh, medium one, and then the, the last one's kind of fast again. So there's there's a perfect amount of. There's just a wide variety of, of tempos and styles and, and keys and, and textures and things like that. But at the same time, all nine tracks work together in such a homogenous way that you couldn't put one. And it doesn't, it doesn't sound like any of these belong on another record. Or if you were to put something from another record on this, it would kind of seem like it doesn't belong. Once again, the genius of Sammy Nestico, I don't know how he wrote these or if it was planned for the record or if he just compiled some things, but it just sounds so complete within itself. Saxophonist Matt Vashlishen is a composer, arranger, band leader, and coordinator of the Al Cohn Memorial Jazz Collection at ESU, East Stroudsburg University. And we heard a conversation with Matt in anticipation of a concert on Sunday, April 23rd, that will celebrate the inauguration of Kenneth Long as he becomes the 14th president of East Stroudsburg University. The Water Gap Jazz Orchestra, under Matt Vashlishen's direction, will play music of Count Basie and Sammy Nestico in a concert titled Basie Straight Ahead Live. And this is the title track from the album in question, Basie Straight Ahead. And we're actually hearing the original LP from 1968 on Dot Records. Basie Straight Ahead Live, Matt Vashlishen and the Water Gap Jazz Orchestra with music of Count Basie and Sammy Nestico, Sunday, April 23rd at 6 p.m. in Cecilia S. Cohen Recital Hall, the Fine and Performing Arts Center at East Stroudsburg University. For more information on the web, esu.edu slash jazz underscore at underscore esu. esu.edu slash jazz underscore at underscore esu. 